Welcome to the latest edition of BCVA's Cattlecast. My name is Colin Mason, one of BCVA's board members. In this podcast, we want to offer a few thoughts on cattle pneumonia. Many refer to the late autumn and early winter period as the pneumonia season, perhaps not a title to be proud of. However, there is no question that at this time of year, it's a common condition being addressed by vets, both in terms of treatment and management, but also with prevention and health planning. Acute outbreaks and severe cases of pneumonia remind us of the significant cost of pneumonia for animal health and welfare. We never lose sight of this, and perhaps the current COVID-19 pandemic reminds us that respiratory disease is serious, potentially debilitating and life-threatening to animals under our care. In addition, how it is a major reason for antibiotic use, particularly in beef rearing and finishing systems and in dairy heifer rearing. Please do not worry, as we do not feel it's our place to lecture you here on the best treatment strategies, vaccination protocols or management factors to reduce pneumonia risk. A few thoughts, however, which we thought might be of interest, focus on targets for pneumonia treatments and trying to work out what is good, bad, acceptable or possible progress for a farm. On a day-to-day basis, it is often farm staff which are at the front line for administering pneumonia treatments under vet-agreed protocols. Unlike other conditions, such as perhaps mastitis, pneumonia can be hard to define clinically. Picking out an ill animal from a group can be hard and will often be based initially on general demeanour and perhaps their drive to come up and feed. The American feedlot concept of having a pen checker that rides amongst a group of cattle on horseback to identify animals for further examination and treatment is a useful idea which uses general stockmanship skills to good effect. Such assessment systems have their place and will pick out a good proportion of the pneumonia cases. But what about the cases we miss? If we have an insensitive animal assessment for pneumonia, then there will be compromises for animal welfare, production and disease spread. If we have a detection system that is too sensitive and not specific enough, then that will increase antibiotic use. Much of this depends on stock person skill, attention to detail, time available and attitude towards risk. Finding the middle ground between assessment, sensitivity and specificity for our clients is important. In some instances, newer techniques such as Wisconsin calf scoring systems or ultrasound do provide opportunities for vets to engage with farmers on what they're seeing. Such techniques offer an opportunity to educate farmers on identifying pneumonia cases with increased sensitivity and discussing subclinical cases. For the future, new technology will help to measure temperature, activity, feed intake, etc., which will provide more tools in the toolkit to help improve and target disease detection rates. So with all this in mind, what is an acceptable treatment rate for rearing cattle systems? There is significant debate about suggested treatment levels for pneumonia in young stock rearing systems, with suggestions as low as 5% and as high as 100%. If we look to the literature... Some published figures in milk-fed dairy calves using scoring systems have indicated that just short of 50% of calves scored were affected by pneumonia. Another data set based on farmer treatment records in Wales suggested that 20% of calves were treated for pneumonia. And these two data sets highlight some of the differences. It depends how hard you look. 
in the beef sector. A recent UK study showed that antibiotic use for pneumonia was split pretty much equally between pre-weaned calves and store cattle less than one year old. In this study, 29% of farmers treated greater than 5% of cattle for pneumonia in their most affected age group. Other estimates for pneumonia treatment rates in the beef sector in the UK are around 12% animals treated, with a huge range depending on farm from as little as nothing to as high as 50% of animals treated. These figures, I hope, do provide some benchmarks to evaluate farm performance and detection ability on your clients' farms. Pneumonia control may feature when investigating poor growth rates, something of huge importance when considering greenhouse gas emissions by the livestock sector. This is one area where subclinical pneumonia really kicks in. In one UK abattoir survey, it suggested that live weight gains decreased by 72 grams per day when three lung lobes were affected at slaughter and up to 202 grams per day when six lobes were affected at slaughter when compared to finished cattle which had no lung lesions seen. In one study with dairy calves, calves that had one pneumonia treatment had a growth rate of 0.56 kilograms per day versus those receiving four treatments growing at 0.26 kilograms per day, well below the accepted targets. The mortality risk, interestingly enough, rose from 1% in those calves receiving one treatment up to 50% in those receiving four, just showing the the severity of the disease and the impact that it has on survivability. So whatever farmer and farming system you're dealing with, hopefully these figures give you some pointers. It really rams home the importance of the vet farmer team setting realistic, achievable goals for their system through health planning. We can see the importance of this in terms of animal welfare, antibiotic use and greenhouse gas emissions. May we wish you a very happy pneumonia season, if that's the word. And in saying that, we hope that this means a focus on monitoring, managing and health planning to work more and more on prevention and control. Thanks for listening. Mm